0: Hi guys, welcome back to the Two Brothers Ten Years podcast. We're so excited to be here this week. Uh, we're doing things a little different this week. Patrick and I are uh, calling over Skype because I recently have moved. That's why I was absent last week, and I'm grateful for him for stepping up and run rolling solo. I hope all you got to listen to that, uh, the message of hope that he gave. I found it very inspiring. Um, But yeah, so we're a little farther away, which means it's a little harder to get in contact, and especially with the social distancing measures, we're trying to do what we can to uh, slow the curve and whatnot, but how's life over there, Patrick?
1: Fine, just living the self-isolation dream.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear it. glad to hear self-isolating is going well.
1: Actually, I guess it's not self-isolating, it's familial isolating. Um, I understand the importance of sending kids to school now more than ever, (laughs) but we do what we can.
0: We do what we can. That's right. just want to give a quick shout out to turtle ties, T L T R L ties.com. Go and get, um, some of those, uh, sweet ties and you get a promo code from us. It's the number two bro and the number 10 years and you get buy one, get one 50% off. I just got a tie um, just this last week, and it is pretty fly. If you look at this uh, Skype profile picture, Patrick, you can uh, see how fly that tie looks. So, yeah. That, is a, uh,
1: that is a pretty fly tie, and uh, <laughs> you got a nice pose there going as well. So well, I was wondering you. when you took up male modeling as a career.
0: Uh, it's just on the side when the – since we don't have any sponsors yet, I gotta take up mail modeling, though no agency assigned me it. So, anyways, let's jump into the topic. Um, today, Patrick and I are gonna talk something a little different because we're all, I feel like we're all kind of overwhelmed with the uh, COVID 19 or the coronavirus seems to be all we hear about these days um so we're going to talk about edc or everyday carry what's some of the stuff that we carry every day what are some things we do to be prepared we're going to discuss what we carry on our bodies um, what we carry in our backpacks um, all sorts of all the things that we get to carry every day that we feel for our own protection and also to help others um how's your how has your edc changed over the years patrick
1: Um, honestly, if anything, it's gone down. Um, I used to carry a significant more amount of stuff than I do now. I used to be into cargo shorts, um, and cargo pants. If it didn't have 12 pockets, I wouldn't buy it. And I used to stuff those pockets with everything from lock picking kits to, uh, yo-yos. Um, but since, uh, cargo pants have kind of gone out and now all I can find are skinny jeans, Um, I've had to cut back at least my on-person carry quite a bit. Um, I do have a messenger bag that I carry to work and I carry quite a bit of stuff in that. But as far as what I carry on my person, um, most of the time mine mine has decreased over the years.
0: See, and I would say mine has increased over the years as I've found all this new cool stuff. But I wouldn't say I carry a lot on my person, but I do carry a lot. I have a backpack that goes everywhere with me that I have slowly built over the last few months that I feel like is in a pretty good spot right now. So what would you say is the number one thing that you cannot go without? Like you're leaving the house. What is something that's on you that goes with you?
1: Oh, geez. Probably the most important thing is my wallet. Um, because of this whole quarantine situation, I, I don't always carry my wallet with me around the house. And there's been like five times the last two weeks where I've been in the checkout line at a grocery store or at a hardware store and I've reached in my pocket uh, and no wallet to be found. And I've had to put the transaction on hold and drive all the way back home to get my wallet. So uh, wallet's probably got to be number one for me. How about you? Yeah,
0: I would say probably my phone, as sad as that sounds. Um, but that thing goes with me everywhere. But my wallet, too. My wallet, I have a time card at work, so I have to have that with me. And so that helps me remember to bring my wallet is um, having to clock in every day. And so far, I haven't forgot it. But knock on wood, because I probably will at some point.
1: So uh start us off beyond your wallet. What are some of the things you like to carry on you every day in person?
0: Um, so personally, I carry a nebo inspector flashlight. It's just a small pen light, it's, uh, I think 500 looms or maybe even less um, but it's just just two AAA batteries. Um, it's got a nice clip, uh, it has three modes a bright, a dim and then a SOS, a flashing. That stays with me at all times, just because a flashlight. You never know when you're gonna need it, and when you don't have it, it's always when you need it. So always have it. I also carry a knife, a Sheffield, just a little spring-assisted knife, kind of a beater knife that I don't really care what happens to, um, because all's are, I'll probably lose it eventually as well.
1: Let me uh, interrupt you for a sec. Uh, but, I know a lot of people carry flashlights as part of their carry. Um, but I also hear a lot of people make the argument and it's a pretty good argument that your cell phone has a flashlight on it. Uh, so why do you need to carry a second flashlight? So just out of curiosity, what's your rationale for carrying a second flashlight versus just using the one on your cell phone?
0: Um, for me, it's like a three-step process to turn my flashlight on on my phone. Um, And it's also kind of inconvenient to carry in your hand. It's not as bright, not as focused. So my little inspector light, it's out of my pocket. One button, I press it, and I have light. Um, I don't have to carry around my phone. My phone can stay in my pocket. And it's more of a focus beam than just a floodlight, like my phone is. Um, So that's why I carry it. And also, just for ease of ease of access. It's just so much simpler just to reach down, slide this out and press the button than it is to unlock my phone or however long it takes me to get that flashlight. So that's why I do it.
1: Are there any uh, tactical advantages to carrying a flashlight versus using your phone?
0: I think too, it frees up your hands. Like I can um, have my flashlight in my hand and I still have use of most of my fingers. I don't have to grip my phone. Um, it also can be used as a tool to bludgeon someone if you need to, I don't know how well this one would hold up, but I've seen tactical flashlights. I actually have a flashlight in my backpack it's called the, it's an Olight striker and it has reinforced tips. So it actually is a self-defense flashlight. Um, and also the SOS, um, mode, it really blinds you. My wife hates it cause I always just pop her with it and then she goes off and, can't see for a couple seconds. So yeah, that's what I would say. that's why I carry a flashlight.
1: Okay, just curious. I, I've heard both ways from different groups of people, so curious what your personal motivations were for that.
0: I have two. I think a lot of it for me is the focus beam versus where your, your cell phone it just kind of fans out. It's more like a floodlight. but if you're looking for something or you need to look in something like the focus beam of a flashlight, I feel it' was just so much easier and so much better. Cool. So, yeah. well,
1: well, good on you. So, so you have that, a knife, anything else you carry on a regular basis?
0: Um, I carry my, a pen. I always have a pen in my pocket um, because I'm always writing down stuff or I need to write on something or I need to mark something. Um, I also carry a firearm. Currently, I'm rocking the Glock 43X with a TLR6 light on it and a We The People holster that goes with me about every everywhere. If it's not on me, it's in my backpack. Um, but yeah, that's about it for what I carry on my body. And I, uh, I'm sure I, I have a long list of things that when we go through the backpack, all the things that I have in there, but anything else beside your wall that you carry on an everyday basis?
1: Yeah, I agree with you on, on the pen. I always have a pen on me. Um, lately, I've been into the Friction Ion pens because they allow you to erase which I find to be very handy uh, when I'm writing with a pen Uh, and I also carry usually a pocket notebook with me Um, and the pocket notebook I have um, is a rocket book book which I absolutely love. Um, It has an app associated with it that allows me to immediately scan anything I write down um, and send it to various accounts various emails with just a click of a button. Um, and then the pages are actually completely erasable. You spray it with a little bit of water and get a rag and, uh, wipe it off and, uh, you're good to go for the next round. Um, so I use that a ton. I make a ton of notes and to-do lists and stuff, um, in that notebook. I've, I understand that we live in a, a tech age when it's all that stuff you're able to do on your phone. Um, but, uh, I really enjoy the feeling of the tangible feeling of writing stuff down, uh, so, I always have my rocket book on me and then just a pair of Bluetooth headphones. Uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts during the day and a lot of audiobooks and occasionally some music too. Um, and so, uh, I, I, you have those. Uh, and then, like you, I don't do it as much. I can't carry it at work. Um, so, I have to look for other means. But uh, my go to right now is a Smith & Wesson M&P Shield um, in a rough neck holster that. I just carry when I need to, um, or when I can. Um, but yeah, that's usually what I'm carrying on. Oh, and a handkerchief. Oh. I started carrying handkerchiefs about a year ago. Actually it's been about a year and a half now. Uh, I got my first real set of three years. Sorry. My wife is <laughs> is telling me how long I've been carrying <laughs> handkerchiefs. I guess it's been three years. Um, and I love handkerchiefs. Um, I've used them to compress wounds, to, um, mop sweat to wipe things off uh, and on <laughs> occasionally if I'm absolutely desperate I will blow my nose in one um, and then yeah wash it obviously afterwards uh, but I always have a handkerchief that I carry with me at all times
0: and I forgot one I also carry headphones I got some Sony around the the neck headphones that I carry with me because i'm the same thing i'm either watching a video on how to shoot better how to be more prepared or i'm listening to other podcasts or lip music i've had a hard time with music recently it seems that i'm not getting anything out of it so i'm looking for ways to get things out of it so listening to podcasts or inspirational stuff that seems to be my go-to
1: well cool i'm i want to hear about your backpack i've seen the backpack Um, but I, I honestly don't know what's in it. So tell us about your backpack and why that's become a thing. And maybe I can talk a little bit about the messenger bag I carry, but for now, um, oh, and I forgot another one, a Leatherman. I always have a Leatherman. Oh yeah. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. you always got
0: to have the Leatherman, the multi-tool. I have
1: to, I have to say that that multi-tool, I have fixed more stuff with that multi-tool than any other tool I own. Um, I have always found it to be remarkably versatile. Um, I've had two. I had a Leatherman wave that I unfortunately lost, um, at a young men's activity. Um, and now I have the Leatherman rebar, which in some ways I like more in some ways I like less. Um, there's some features of both, but I, have carried a a multi-tool faithfully everywhere I can for years now. Uh, and it has been a huge lifesaver in a lot of situations
0: no i'm with you i carry a surge in my backpack and i have a wingman on my belt that is one thing i forgot as well and especially as we've been moving in and hanging stuff and fixing stuff around here i've used it probably more in the last week than the entire time i was in our our apartment just because it's so handy just to have pliers or a screwdriver you name it it's got it
1: in fact quick funny story about it um last week i had um, a friend over, we stayed six feet apart. FYI. I had a friend over who helped me, uh, wire, do some wiring in my basement. I'm finishing my basement right now. Um, and he was doing one thing and I was doing another thing and I pulled out my Leatherman and he's like, you're going to work with that. And I was like, you better believe it, man. Uh, and I actually had my job done quicker than he had his job done, uh, using professional electrician tools. So, um, I think the only difference between mine and his is his were insulated, so if something had happened, uh, he wouldn't have um, had had the same experience I would have had if uh, we <laughs> would have had some power issues. But yeah, I love that multi tool, man. If if you don't carry a multi tool, you need to go buy a multi tool and start carrying it.
0: Absolutely, um, it is one. And of those you got to carry it
1: the grandpa way by with the uh, belt holster that's right um, so that you look extra cool
0: that is exactly right but going to the backpack i have annoyed my wife so much with backpacks i have so many backpacks um and patrick knows this our mom is obsessed with purses so that woman has more purses and i don't even know like there's so many purses and so she was i was talking to her one day in my and my wife and I was like, yeah, I want to get this backpack. And my wife goes, but you have already so many backpacks. And I go, well, I haven't found the right one yet. And mom was like, I totally get that. I understand that completely. You just got to find the right one. Um, so this current backpack I've been rocking, I've had probably for a couple months now. And it seems, I feel like this kid, this is like, I don't know if this is the one, the one, but this is like, I haven't been upset with this one. So, I actually don't know the brand, It's some off brand on Amazon, but I have built out of a cutting board, a custom hard plate MOLLE um, rigging system. So it sits in the back of my backpack, it has uh, like four rows of Molly and hooked on it. I have a Garber strong arm, which is a fixed blade knife. I have a handcuff holster with some handcuffs a Leatherman Surge, a headlamp, an extra mag, and then also I have my other flashlight, which is the Yellow light Striker in a holster. Um, and then probably my the thing I'm most proud of is I now have a trauma kit located or hooked up to this rigging kit. And in that trauma kit, I got gauze to fill wounds, um, that self-sticky so stuff that sticks to itself that when you give blood, they like, put over your, the cotton ball. I got two tourniquets. I got gloves. I got electrical tape. Um, ibuprofen Tylenol, Band-Aids, Galore, an ice pack. Um, and on the outside of it, I got a Sharpie, some pepper spray, and another pen. Um, so that really rides with me everywhere. And then I also carry like a, a planner slash notebook where if I'm trying to focus on certain goals. I carry that with me that slips in here fine. And just to write stuff down, I also carry a pretty big power bank. It's a 26,000 mil ohm power bank. So it's some of the biggest you can get and still take on a plane legally. Um, it's been awesome. It, I mean, I charge it maybe every two weeks, and I use it pretty much every day. I got a couple knife sharpeners, um, an emergency set of headphones. I got a knife, an extra knife on the outside. I have what's called a Zax tool. It's it's kind of a cool system. It hooks on your belt, and it just has like a a pretty big like a ring, like key ring, and you can flip your keys on on and off. And it's pretty tight, so it's it's pretty simple to uh, get your keys on and off, but also maintain control. And then inside the front pocket, I got an extra battery for my big flashlight, a lighter, a plasma lighter a lock kit, a tire pressure monitor, a roll of duct tape, like a small roll rolled on itself, some electrical tape, some ear pro, a couple pens, some more ibuprofen slash Tylenol, a deck of cards because I love doing card tricks and so I always got to have a deck of cards with me at all times. And I also have an extra, I wouldn't say an extra wallet, but I have like a pretty small Gerber wallet, it's like one of those minimalist. So I just have the essentials in this. And Then I have my other wallet in here with like insurance cards and things like that. And I think that's about it. Oh, one thing I have added to it recently is I've been taking a few of these Clorox swipes and putting them in plastic baggies um, so I can sanitize things as I go. I also have quite a bit of hand sanitizer in here. I got a fabric mask in case I go anywhere and I don't want to put on an N95. Yeah that's basically, wow, the man.
1: well, there is the mystery of the backpack that I've always wondered about. So sounds like you've got a pretty comprehensive loadout there. Um, I've actually really come to appreciate the value of carrying a tourniquet. Um, as I've been doing some first aid study with a part of a program, um, that I'm part of, um, that's a pretty valuable tool. And a lot of the, uh, the medical thinking behind the tourniquet has changed. You know, it used to be that it was an absolute last resort and it stays on in short of, of time possible. Um, now in the military, they're finding that even three or four hours later, the limb is to, still 100% savable if the tourniquet has been applied. Um, and there's even stories, you know, of the Vegas shooting, mass shooting that happened um, fairly recently um, of some lives that were saved because people knew how to apply a tourniquet. So Uh, I don't have one yet, but that's definitely something I'm going to be looking to add to some first aid kits. Um, So I'm a little bit different than you in my approach. Um, Rather than carry that kind of stuff with me all the time, although there's nothing wrong with that, um, my approach is kind of more I'm going to have multiples of different equipment uh, in various places. Um, So, for example, I'm going to have a first aid kit a pretty in-depth first kit aid kit in each of my cars i'm gonna have one in my house we have one in our trailer um so that i have access to those when i need it i have one at work um and then yeah so same thing i try to be prepared in all those situations but rather than carrying it with me all the time i just try to keep it in you know multiples of different things in various locations so i'm never too far away uh, from any of those um i think the only thing i would add my messenger bag that I take to work. I do have some pepper spray in there. Um, but and then it's mostly just some of the same stuff you listed, you know, plus my laptop and iPad and books and stuff that I'm reading. Um, but, yeah, sounds like you got a pretty extensive loadout there.
0: It's been a work in progress. Um, the tourniquets are pretty new. The med kit's pretty new. I'd say in the last couple months. It's something I wanted for a long time, but something I hadn't actually put together. So I did a lot of research on really simple and, trauma kits. And something kits. along
1: with first aid kits, um, as I've been researching them, um, uh, you can buy a lot of really nice first aid kits that are pre-assembled. Uh, but as I've shopped around, I've found that it's way cheaper to purchase your own supplies and create your own first aid kit. Um, when you buy a pre-manufactured first aid kit, you're really paying for the effort that went into manufacturing that first aid kit. Um, and so, I think finding a list of a good first aid kit. Um, I've even gone onto some websites that sell first aid kits and um, you know copied the list that they have of what's included. Uh, and I've found that you can assemble your own for relatively cheap uh, if you're willing to put a little extra legwork in.
0: And that's what mine is, is I went to a store and got an ice pack, some gauze, some sticky tape, and just kind of put it together myself because I wanted to be prepared for my environment. Um, And I I do like how you have multiples of everything in other places. I have a hard time even leaving without my backpack because um, the thought always comes to me, well, what if I'm even, you know, just at the grocery store and something happens whether it's uh, a active shooter or someone slips and falls and gets glass in their leg or something. I just feel the need to have it with me in case I need to act. Um, and it's probably, probably more paranoia than anything, but luck favors the prepared. And if you prepare, you don't need to get ready. So, and that
1: might be uh, a good segue into, I'm sure there's some people who are wondering why on earth we're talking about what we're talking about. Um, one of the things that I've been thinking a lot of in this uh, quarantine and the governor of South Dakota explained this perfectly well um, is the idea of, you know, personal responsibility and taking care of yourself. Um, so often we put the, the responsibility of taking care of us into the hands of someone else, be it, you know, parents or even the government. Um, I mean, I, I look on some of the the news sites and read some of the comments And people are, you know, demanding that the government shut things down. And I just keep asking myself, why do we have to wait for the government to shut things down? Why do you have to wait for the government to tell you to stay home? If you feel that that's the best option for you, then stay home. Um, Take some personal responsibility for yourself. Uh, And so I think one of the good things to talk about this idea is I think a lot of people walk around most of the day unprepared to face any challenges that come along. Um, and and we need to be prepared to take care of ourselves. Um, we can see it, you know, in some of the the law enforcement issues recently where law enforcement uh, to their, you know, own, I mean, as necessary as it is that they avoid it, you know, they haven't been responding to calls the way they used to just because of the coronavirus threat. Um, we need to be prepared for the possibility that one day those resources that we think we can count on are unavailable to us. Um, and so I think being prepared to take care of, care of ourselves should just be a natural part of living in the the crazy world we live in.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. We are each, you are your own personal protection. Uh, you're the first line of protection for you and your family. Um, and it's your own personal responsibility to have to to protect yourself because I mean we've talked about this before. Cops are minutes out, EMS is is minutes out, and sometimes minutes is is life and death. Um, now of course I mean people don't need to go to extreme as I'm probably more extreme than you are in this case, um, and there's people way more extreme than me. I mean, just go on YouTube and talk and search preppers, and it will make me sound sane, but. There is there's something to be said about being able to provide for yourself, protect yourself and take care of yourself without having to rely on anyone else. And that's been one thing that I think even your example um, growing up and especially as you've been married and having kids like it's been an example to me um, what I can do to step up and and be that protector, be that provider, be the best person for for me and my wife right now. So, yeah, I mean, in everyday carry, it kind of sometimes varies day to day, but the whole premise of it is, is it kind of goes back to the Boy Scout model, be prepared is really what it is.
1: Amen to that. Well, I imagine people are a little tired of us talking about the stuff we carry in our pockets, but um, hopefully some people have gained a little appreciation for some of the things you can do to prepare. Um, I had a student today who reached out to me and commented how they feel, um, like the world is completely out of control right now. Uh, and one of the best pieces of advice I offered to him and and I can offer to anyone is to not think about the things you can't control, focus on the things you can control. Uh, and certainly one of the things you can control is your own personal preparation, um, which includes what you carry every day. Um, that's something you can control. You can't control uh, viruses and people who choose to do bad things and medical emergencies and some of those other things you may face. Um, but what you can control is how prepared you are to handle those situations. So hopefully amidst all the the talk of all the gear and stuff we carry, there was a message there of you know, control what you can so that you can be prepared for what you can't.
0: Absolutely. I don't think anyone could have said it better than that. Um, maybe as a future, if you guys want to see a video of either my backpack or his messenger bag or both or actually see our EDC kits, let us know. Um, let us know what you want to see. If you don't care at all about this kind of stuff, also let us know so we can learn to stray away from these topics. But um, make sure to follow us on our social media platforms: Instagram, Two Brothers Ten Years, our Gmail account, Two Brothers Ten Years at Gmail, and then of course, just reach out to us on. I know you can comment on iTunes. You can't comment on Spotify and Google, um, or iTunes or iHeartRadio. But let us know what we can do to, to best help in this time. And once again, hopefully, this offers some kind of relief from all this coronavirus stuff and maybe some humor as you can think about how crazy we are or something like that. I don't know. Any final words, Patrick?
1: Nope. Uh, I I think I've, I've, I've shared my piece today.
0: Well, um, once again, let us know what we can do better and drop a like and subscribe and share. Um, I know we all are kind of feeling the stress of these times, but as we, come together as friends family and acquaintances i think we can all get through this and there there will be light at the end of the tunnel and i think we're starting to see that now so keep pushing on stay safe stay healthy and and live your best life that's all i gotta say well i guess we'll end it there